everyone, and welcome to another episode of Taco Bata Tuesday, the show where we eat healthy, delicious tacos and have conversations about life. Hey, you guys, happy Tuesday, and welcome to another episode of Taco Bata Tuesday. It is currently 4 a.m. in the morning on Tuesday, August the 2nd. And usually I spend my time uh, recording these type of episodes like at least a couple days in advance. But today I wanted to wait to get up bright and early to record this episode for a very specific reason. And I'll chat about that here in a second. So let's just go ahead and jump right into the taco of the week. Guys, it has just been nuts since I've gotten back from Vegas. I went on two back-to-back trips. I jumped into full weeks of work. And it just feels like it's not slowing down as we go into August. And so for me right now, the name of the game is simple, easy, grab on the go quick. And so the taco that I brought to you today is just that. And they're baked tacos. You throw them in the oven and 15 minutes later, they're done. So that you can go and get stuff done and live life on your freaking terms while eating healthy, delicious tacos. <laughs> so if that is a recipe that you're like, yes, I need that in my life right about now, go check out the show notes before you leave the episode today to grab your recipe card. All right, you guys, let's go ahead and jump into the episode. So like I mentioned, I wanted to wait until early this morning to really sleep on an experience that I had yesterday. And the experience that I had yesterday was I had the opportunity to go and talk with some competitive dancers about body image and healthy eating. And the really cool thing is this transpired out of teaching some classes. I was teaching some strength and mobility classes to them over the summer. And they saw what I was doing on social media and they were like, would you come in and talk to our team about body image and healthy eating and just taking care of themselves? I said, absolutely. What a great way to really leave an impact. And as these women, these young girls are growing up to get them to think about things differently so that maybe that they could live a different journey or experience than what I had had, even though it taught me so much. And so this talk was really interesting because I was talking to all ages. I had two separate groups yesterday. One of them was, you know, about eight years old to about 10, and the other ones were middle school to high school level. And so that group was for sure a little bit easier, but all in all, it was a really eye-opening experience. And throughout the talk, I opened it up to questions, and if there were things that really hit home with them, I wanted them to say it in the moment. And there was this little girl who raised her hand. And she starts to tell me a story about something that happened in the grocery store a few weeks ago. She was saying how she was looking at this really cute skirt. And this woman came up to her and said, don't think about buying that, honey. That's not going to fit you. And the elastic band is going to stretch out within a week. Now, there were some other things that were said, and I don't really care to share them. And, you know, the validity of what happened, I couldn't tell you because I wasn't there. But what I could tell you is the look on her face said it all. And she was just shattered and broken. And when I asked her how she felt and how she reacted to that situation, she said things just along those lines, that she literally ran away and she had a full-on anxiety attack. And then my heart just dropped in the moment because these are the things that happen every day. 
that sometimes whether it's behind the phone or behind the computer on social media or whether it's in person like that, we are just terrible to each other. And we idealize bodies. We idealize what people need to look like and how they need to act and what they need to be. But more importantly, we're that nasty to ourselves. More oftentimes than not in our head, every single time that we step up to a mirror, there's those thoughts that are running wild. And so I wanted to talk about that because um, that story really hit home with me. And I know as a woman and with the journey that I've been on that I've been through many moments of that. There are still moments that I go through like that. And so I wanted to share what my talk was to these young girls, at least at a high level. And what I started with was just sharing my story to let them know that I've been there and I understand what you're going through. And so I was like, well, do I want to share my story on the podcast? Yes. Yes, I do. And if you've heard it before, I'm going to share it from a little bit of a different lens because I want to paint a very specific picture today. And so for those of you that don't know me very well, I grew up being an incredibly active girl. I was enrolled in all the sports. I did all the things, but I drilled in on competitive dance and competitive softball. I loved what I did. And I think those sports every single day because they gave me grit and they gave me discipline and they gave me so much energy and excitement to work towards something. They made me the Kayla that I was, which was just high energy, high on life, super outgoing. That was just me as a young girl. And as I grew up and went into college and into my professional career, started to lose that a little bit. And, you know, I think a reason of that was, um, and if you're in competitive sports growing up, you will understand this. When you're in a competitive sport, you sacrifice a lot of things. The Friday night games or the movie nights with friends because you're in the studio and you're working on competition routines. That was me. And so I missed a lot of that. And so when I went into college, I was like, you know what? I want to try like having friends and having a social life. And that was a decision that I made and I never, ever, ever regret it. And so I joined a sorority and I did all the extracurricular activities and I had a freaking blast and I got to grow in a vastly different way. The only problem was, is when you're stressed and you're staying up late and you're eating dorm food, I mean, we've all been there, right? The freshman 15 turned into the freshman 75, okay? And I gained a ton of weight leaving college, going into my professional career. And because I didn't have any good habits over the last four years built up, that continued on into my career, which was a 60-hour week desk job where I spent a lot of time taking clients out to happy hours and on meal dates, all of the things. And so by the time that I even got home, I was exhausted and even moving my body in any stretch or any capacity was just not a thing. And so going into 2018... I was the heaviest I had ever been in my life at 205 pounds. And at that time, I was also in a very toxic relationship because I started, or I guess I didn't start it. I had stopped taking care of myself and I attracted a lot of the wrong people into my life. And there was this very special day where my best friend asked me to be in her wedding. And I was so excited because this was my big sister for my sorority and Oh, she was just so deserving of this. So many things. I just remember of just being excited about this. And I remember going to like the bridal store and all of us bridesmaids were going shopping for our dresses. I remember being in the dressing room 
And she's like, okay, what size are you? And I was like, oh, yeah, bring me this size. And I remember putting the dress on and it not fitting. And then I was like, okay, you know, I need to try a different size. And she brought me the next size up. And that didn't fit. And that just continued to happen over and over and over again. And as I finally found a dress that fit, that was at least five or six sizes bigger than I had originally asked for, I remember sitting there in the mirror and just looking back at the reflection and just having this massive breakdown. Because one, of course, I was unhappy with what I saw in the mirror and I just went through this traumatic experience that I hope so many people don't ever have to go through where things don't fit and there's just that fear and that anger and that disappointment and honestly that embarrassment of people watching you just try on dress after dress after dress and having nothing fit. But more importantly, I looked back in the mirror and I couldn't even recognize who was staring back at me. And it didn't have to do with the looks per se. It had to do with I had completely lost who Kayla was. That fun, spunky, outgoing, energetic girl, she was gone. And it was the first time in who knows how many years that I had recognized that. So I remember having that moment and just breaking down and looking back in the mirror and just being like, I don't know what it is that I'm going to do. And I don't know how this is going to happen, but I'm going to figure this out. And I'm going to use this wedding as a way to lose the weight. I'm going to use it as like something to work towards because I know I'm good at that. (laughs) And that's what I did. And I remember leaving uh, to go to eat with them after and I ordered the healthiest thing off the menu. And I met my goal a couple months later of losing 30 pounds. And of course, it started off with the sketchiest of ways by drinking two shakes a day, trying some of the pills. Guys, I did not do it well at all starting off. But I learned a lot of lessons and I was able to figure out, well, if you don't eat like complete crap and if you move your body in a way that you can enjoy, you could actually do really well for yourself. And so long story short, I ended up falling in love with the lifestyle. The wedding was the reason that I got started and I ended up falling in love with the lifestyle and taking care of myself. And before you knew it, I was 75 pounds down, ended up finding the sport of Ninja Warrior and a year later... I decided that I loved so much the journey that I went on, not because it was easy, but because it was hard and I knew how many other women needed to hear my story. I ended up leaving my corporate job to start my own business so I can do just that, of helping women overcome the battles mentally, physically, emotionally that I had of being in a toxic relationship, being at a weight that you you weren't happy of what you looked like in the mirror or you just couldn't even live your life on your own terms. I wanted to help women get the strongest that they could mentally and physically so that they could live life on their terms. And so my life has completely shifted since then. But what I really want to point out, and I hope the shift that you saw and recognized was that it went from being about aesthetics, from fitting in a dress and looking the best that I possibly could on the day of my best friend's wedding to what it is that I could do by instead of, you know, my mom asking me, hey, Kayla, let's go on a walk. It's a beautiful day and not being able to get off the couch, like being so freaking lethargic that I couldn't even get off the couch to go on a walk, to being able to say, I want to give myself options so that no matter what I'm asked, you know, it's not about being able to do it right there in that moment, but knowing that I am not limited mentally, physically, and emotionally, that I could work to it one day. That's what my why turned into. And so I share that key point and hoping that you recognize that too, because 
I don't want you to be on this journey, on this health journey, (laughs) or to live a healthy lifestyle because society said that you had to look a certain way. Because you do a certain sport and you have to be strong. Because someone else told you that you didn't have the ideal body. To meet expectations for other people. That's not why I want you to do this health journey. I want you to take care of yourself because there is someone that you one day want to meet. There's that best version of yourself that you one day want to meet. And that best version of yourself is someone that said, I'm going to do whatever it is that I want to do in my life and I'm going to work for it because I know that I'm capable of it. And it started with taking care of my mind, taking care of my soul, taking care of my body so that I physically had the energy to go out there and live life on my terms. That's why I want you to take care of yourself. And so when I was talking to these girls about body image and about taking care of themselves, you know, I asked them to define what body image meant to me or meant to them, excuse me, and how that made them feel. And I had them think about, you know, how society thinks a dancer should look and what that makes them feel like. And my gosh, you guys, the answers that they started to come up with, you know, tall, white, skinny, flawless, flexible, perfect. This is how they were describing it. And I was looking at these young girls and I said, how does that make you feel when you hear these words? And a lot of them go uncomfortable at the age of eight. Just let that sink in. This is what is happening. And if we don't start talking about this now, and get rid of this idea of body image and instead look at how can we empower our bodies to do the things that we want to do, we're going to see this problem happen for a really, really long freaking time. And so I had them toss out this idea of body image and switch it with this idea of body empowerment. And so I told them, it's like, this is what I want you to do. I want you to take out a piece of paper and I want you to scribble down as much as you can of what are the things that you want to do in this life? It doesn't have to be just physical, right? It doesn't mean you have to go climb a mountain tomorrow. But what are the things that you want to do maybe mentally? What do you want to overcome in your head? Is there something new that you want to try? Is there a fear that you want to get over? What is it that you want to do when you grow up? Is there a specific career that you want to have? So I had them go nuts on a piece of paper just writing all those things down and we chatted about it and there was anything from... You know, I want to be the first woman president. I want to be a ninja warrior like you. I mean, it was so cool to see all these different answers. And so I asked him a really hard question. I said, okay, so in order to do those things, what do you need to do now? Who do you need to show up as? What are the things that you need to do in order to show up as that person? And so I'm going to pause from the story. And I want to ask you the same questions that I asked them. I want you to think about what body image looks like and means to you. How does that make you feel? And how would you redefine that? And what I would encourage you to do is to, quite honestly, toss body image out the door and instead look at body empowerment. And I want you to think about all of the things that haven't served you in the past. Every little nasty thing that you've said about yourself, that society has said about you, what people have said about you, what society has said that you have to look like. I want you to write all of that down and get that out of your mind and get that out of your heart because honey, it is not serving you. 
And instead of trying to rewrite that, I want you instead to then refocus on what it is that you want to be capable of doing in your life. Think about a couple years down the road from now, or just even think about the present day. What are the things that will, and right now, like what are the things that bring you absolute joy? How do you want to live this life? What are the things that you want to do? So at the very end, when you're sitting there and you're looking back at your life, you can say, wow, I did the dang thing. I want you to write all those things down. And I want you to take a look at that list and I want you to think of who is the woman or the man that I need to show up as today in order to do those things. How do I need to take care of myself so that I can be that woman or that man that goes and does those incredible things? That's what I started to ask myself. That was the major switch that I started to have when I went from doing this to fit into a dress for my best friend's wedding to doing this because I wanted to give myself options because I knew what it felt like to be lethargic and depressed on my on my couch just living life on autopilot and not having any options at all. I wanted to give myself as many options as I could. And so I don't wake up at 5 a.m. and go to the gym and eat healthy because I'm a coach or because I have adopted this lifestyle and now I have to look a certain way otherwise people might judge me. I do this because there is a woman that I know that I'm going to meet a couple years down the road and I'm going to be so freaking proud of her and I cannot wait to meet her and it kills me to the point to think that if I didn't show up today, there's a chance that I might not meet her. And that's not saying to be obsessive about this. I know what it also feels like to be obsessive around your health journey. This is to put meaning to what it is that you're doing, to put meaning behind this idea of fill your cup first before you go fill the cups of others. When you start to really think about what it is that you want and how you want to live your life and what's going to bring you the most joy and who is that person that you need to show up as and what it takes to show up as that person every single day to be her now, guys, the reason why you do things, the energy levels, the effort levels, it completely shifts and it brings meaning to the journey rather than this empty reason of, I want to look at myself in the mirror and feel good. I want to have a certain size fit me again. Yes, I am a woman and I know what it feels like to blow and I know what it feels like to not fit into things. Trust me, I get that. But those are such surface level reasons that if you ever wanted to make a lifestyle out of this and to change your life for the better, it's got to be deeper than that. And even more importantly, the reason and what it is that you're doing, it's got to be 100% yours. You have to take society, you have to take family and friends, you have to take all external environment out of this and you have to think about what it looks like for you. And when you do that, you start to walk this journey of becoming the most authentic version of yourself. You start to walk the journey that I had the beautiful chance to walk and I'm still walking today of going from rock bottom to finding that high energy, spunky, loving, high on life Kayla that I had lost all those years ago. I hope that my story shows you that it's proof that it's possible. I'm not more talented than you, 
I just got really good at asking myself these questions that were hard to ask myself at first and having the courage to answer them. I just got good at taking the answers to those questions and making them as basic as possible, going back to the basics, doing the little things that move the needle. And I'm still getting good at celebrating myself. (laughs) It's still something that I'm working on every single day is celebrating myself and my progress and not looking at how far I have to go, but how far I've walked since that day of being at rock bottom. Thank you so much for showing up for you today. And I hope that this episode resonated with you in some way, shape, or form and inspires you to think about your health journey in a completely different way. And if you're struggling, if you need help, if you need ideas or guidance, on how to take care of you in order to become the best version of you, to live life on your terms, come talk to me. In the month of August, I'm not only helping women do just that and listening to their goals and to their dreams, but I'm helping them think of the very basic things that are going to help them do just that. So they they can start showing up as the woman that they want to be today to live the life of their dreams tomorrow. So if you would like, please check out the link that's in the show notes and we can have a conversation about what that would look like for you. But until then, you guys, go give yourself a high five in the mirror. Change the habit of beating yourself up (laughs) and saying all those nasty things that you normally used to say and go empower that woman or that man looking back in the mirror by saying, I see you, I love you for who you are now. And I'm excited who you are becoming because you just chose to never give up. See you guys later.